0: Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari No, you, play, you, play, you play. Jai Gopi Girivaradhari jaya gopi janavala bha giri varadhari jaya janavala Jashoda nandana braj jana ranjana Yamuna tiravan Jai Radha Madhava Punjabihari Jai Radha Madhava Punjabihari Jai Gopi Janavalla Bha Girivaradhari. Yaya Gopi Janavalla Bha Shodan and Dana, Brajan and Jana. Dana, Dana, Yaśva dana dana brajajana ranjana Ya munati rāvanacāri Ya munati Jai Radha Madhava, Kunjabihari Bihari. Jai Radha Madhava, Kunjabihari Jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nityananda Jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nityananda Jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nityananda Jaya Jaya Dvita-Chandra-Jaya Gauravakta-Vrindha. Jaya Dvita-Chandra-Jaya Gauravakta-Vrindha. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanyaan Jaya Nityananda. Jaya 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 Shri chaitanya Jaya Nitya Jaya Dvita, Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Jaya Dvita, Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Jai Veta Chandra Jai Gora Bhakta Brinda Hari Bol Hari Bol Hari Bol Nitai Gora Hari Nitai Goranga Hari Haribo, Haribo Nittargora Haribo, Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada. Jagad guru shila prabhu pada jagad guru shila prabhu jaya jaya veishna thakur shila prabhu pada thakur shila prabhu jaya Jaya Patita Pavan Shila, Prabhupada Patita Pavan Shila, Prabhupada Jaya. Jaya Bhakti Vedanta, Prabhu Bhakti Vedanta Shila, Prabhu Jaya. Jaya Jaya Gurudev, 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 Jaya Jaya Gurudev. Nithai Gaurapramanandir Yadivho, Jaya Om Vishnapada Paramahansa Parivraja Vichajya Stoatarasvata Shri Srimad, His Divine Grace. Srila Bhai Charanarvindam Bhaktivedanta Swayamaraj Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Eskan founder a charge, BBT founder a Shri Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Jai Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavat Mahapurana Ki Jai Shri Shri Sri Chaitanya Chaitamita Ki Jai. Jai Shri Bhagavad Bhagavat Gita Tha Ki Jai Shri Sri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai Shri Gora Bhakta Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Manandi Hari Hari All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories, all glories to Shri Guru and Goranga. Go glories to you, Sri Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. So please repeat after me. Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya namo bhagavate Vasudevaya Omagyanati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurn melitam jena tasmeshi guravenama svichaitanya manobhishtam stapitam jena bhutale svayam rupaha kadamahyan dadati svapadantikam vancha kalpa turubhischa patitanam pavanebhya Vaishnavaibhya Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nityanamine Namaste sarasvati Devi guruvani Varni Pracharine Nirvishesheshin Yavadi Paschyati De Shatarine Jayasri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shivas Adigura Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama, Rama, Rama. Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Jai, Sri Chaitanya Chaitamrita Ki Jai, Sri Prabhupada Ki Jai. So today we're reading from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila chapter 7, which is entitled the seven uh, parts of Gauranga Mahaprabhu, Gauranga Mahaprabhu in seven parts. Okay. So please be after me. Hare Nama Hare Nama. Hare Nama Hare Nama. nama, nama. nama, Hadname Vivala Hare nāmeva kevalām. kevala Hare nama eva kevala Galo nasti va nas Galo anyatha Nastye anyatha Harir nāma, harir nāma, harir Harir nāma eva eva keevalām, galo nāsthyeva Harinama nāma, Harinameva nāma. Harir nāsteva nāsteva. Nāsteva gittiranyathā. Harir nāma, nāma. Harir nāme vake valam. Talo nāsthiva nāsthiva. Nāsthiva giti ranyatthā. Harir nāma, harir nāma. Harir nameva kevalam Kalo nasdheva 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 nasdheva-gatiranyathah. Madhuji. <coughs> harir nama harir nama harir nama-evakevalam. Nama Kalo nasdheva na Nasteva gati Haridnama Haridnama Haridnameva harir, nama, harir, nama. harir nama Kalo harir nāma eva kevalām, nasteva nasteva, nasteva gati ranyatha. Harir nama, Harir nama, the holy name of the Lord. Harir Nama, the holy name of the Lord. Harir Nama, the holy name of the Lord. Eva, certainly. Kevalam, only. Kalo, in this age of Kali. Nasti. There is none Eva, certainly. Nasti. Is none. Eva cert- certainly Nasti there is none Eva certainly Nasti there is none Eva certainly Gatihi progress Anyata otherwise translation please repeat after me. For spiritual progress in this age of Kali, there is no alternative. There is no alternative. There is no alternative to the Holy Name. The Holy Name. The Holy Name of the Lord. So, again, for spiritual progress in this age of Kali, there is no alternative. There is no alternative. There is no alternative to the holy name, the holy name, the holy name of the Lord. Support by His Divine Grace, Shri Jai. For progress in spiritual life, the sastras recommend meditation in Satya Yuga, sacrifice for the satisfaction of Lord Vishnu in Treta Yuga, and gorgeous worship of the Lord in the temple in Dwapar Yuga. But in the age of Kali, one can achieve spiritual progress only by chanting the holy name of the Lord. This is confirmed in various scriptures. In the Shrimad Bhagavatam, there are many references to this fact. In the 12th canto, 351, it is said, Kalil doshanidhe rajan astiyek mahanaguna kirtanadeva krishna mukta sanga paramvijet. In the age of Kali, there are many faults for people are subjected to many miserable conditions. Yet in this age, there is one great benediction. Simply by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, one can be freed from all material contamination and thus be elevated to the spiritual world. Narada Pancharatra also praises the Hare Krishna Mahamantra as follows. Treo Vedaha Shad Angani Chandamshi Vividaha Suraha Sarvam Astah Stam Yat Yat Chanyad Api Vanameyam Sarva Vidanta Sarataha Samsar Neva Taranaha Quote, The essence of all Vedic knowledge the essence of all Vedic knowledge, comprehending the three kinds of Vedic activity, meaning Karmakanda, Jnana Kanda, and Upasana Kanda, the Chandas or Vedic hymns, and the processes for satisfying the demigods, is included in the eight syllables, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. This is the reality of all Vedanta. The chanting of the holy name is the only means to cross the ocean of nations. Similarly, the Kali Shantra Upanishad states, quote, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. These 16 names composed of 32 syllables are the only means to counteract the evil effects of Kali Yuga. In all the Vedas, it is seen that to cross the ocean of nations, there is no alternative to the chanting of the holy name. Similarly, Srimadhavacharya, while commenting upon the Mundaka Upanishad, has quoted the following verse from the Narayana Sanghita Dwapare Janer Vishnuho Pancharatres. Tu Kalo tu nama bhagavan Quote, In Dwapar Yuga, one could satisfy Krishna or Vishnu only by worshipping him gorgeously according to the Pancharatriki system. But in the age of Kali, one can satisfy and worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, simply by chanting the holy name. Close quotes. In his Bhakti Sandharva, sorry, in his Bhakti Sandarbha, text two hundred and eighty four, Sri Jiva Goswami strongly emphasizes the chanting of the holy name of the Lord as follows Nanu Bhagavan Namat Namat Anam Atmaka Eva Mantra Tatra Visheshena Namaha sabdadya Alankitaha <laughs> Sri Bhagavata. Shri Maad Vrishibhish, Chahita Shakti Visheshaha Shri Bhagavata. Sharanam Atma Sambanda Visheshah, Pratipad Kashcha Tatra. Kivalani Shri Bhagavan Namani Api, Nirapikshaneva Parama Purushartha Phala Puryantdana Samarthani. Tato mantresu, tato mantresu, namato apya, adhika, samarthi, lovedhe, kathang, diksha apeksha, uchete, yaddhya pi, sarupato, nasti, tathapi, prayaha, subhavato, dehadi, sambandena, kadaria, Shilanam, vikshipta, chittanam, jananam, tat, san, sa, uh, sankochi, karnaya, shrimad, rishi, prabhit, atrachana, marga, quachit, quachit, kachit, kachin, mariadi, sthapitasu, sthapitasti. Sri Rajivagoswami states, that the substance of all Vedic mantras is the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. Every mantra begins with the prefix Nama Om, and eventually addresses by name the supreme personality of Godhead. By the supreme will of the Lord, there is a specific potency in each and every mantra chanted by the great sages like Narada Muni and other rishis. Chanting the Holy Name of the Lord immediately renovates the transcendental relationship of the living being with the Supreme Lord. To chant the Holy Name of the Lord, one need not depend upon other paraphernalia, for one can immediately get out, sorry, get all the desired results of linking with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It may therefore be questioned Why there is a necessity for initiation or further spiritual activities in devotional service for one who engages in the chanting of the Holy Name of the Lord? The answer is that, although it is correct that one who fully engages in chanting the Holy Name need not not depend upon the process of initiation, generally a devotee is addicted to many abominable material habits due to material contamination from his previous life. In order, in order to get quick relief from these contaminations, it is required that one engage in the worship of the Lord in the temple. The worship of the deity in the temple is essential to reduce, to reduce one's restlessness due to the contaminations of conditioned life. Thus, Narada, in his Pancharatka Vidhi, and other great sages have sometimes stressed that since every conditioned soul has a bodily concept of life aimed at sense enjoyment, to restrict the sense enjoyment, the rules and regulations for worshipping the deity in the temple are essential. Srila Rupa Goswami has described that the holy name of the Lord can be chanted by liberated souls. But almost all the souls... We have to initiate our condition. It is advised that one chant the holy name of the Lord without offense and according to the regulative principles. Yet, due to their past bad habits, they violate these rules and regulations. Thus, the, regu- the regulative principles for worship of the deity are also simultaneously essential. Jaksharun Militamiana Tasme Sri Guruve Namha Nama om Vishnu Paday Krishna Pishtaya Bhutale Shrimate Amal Krishna Voswami Dinami Hare Krishna So Um as we have been progressing Uh, Since Saturday uh, through till today, one of the themes that uh, each of the Kirtanayas and those who have been speaking have been stressing is that uh, we should always, whatever we do, we should do it for Krishna's pleasure, solely for Krishna's pleasure, like that. And including our chanting, because the chanting of the holy name of the Lord is not different from Krishna Himself. But the purpose of the chanting is actually to please Krishna. So in chapter 3 uh, of the Bhagavad Gita, the cha- chapter 3 is like the as-it-is chapter of the as-it-is Bhagavad Gita. Because in chapter 3 what happens is that Krishna speaks about our nature. That each and every one of us has a unique nature. Scientifically it can be proved that no two blades of grass are exactly the same. And as we know, there are billions and trillions of blades of grass out there. And nobody pays much attention to grass. Nobody meditates on grass, except a particular type of grass that sometimes they meditate on. But generally the grass on the ground is not considered significant, very insignificant. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya says, Trinatapishunishyena Tarurapisahishnana, like that, you know. The one should be more humble than a blade of grass. Because a blade of grass is very, very insignificant. It's trampled upon, it's cut, uh, it's dug up. So many things happen to it, it doesn't complain, right? It just continues its existence as if nothing had happened like that. So uh, so in chapter 3, Krishna says that uh, we should actually do everything for the pleasure of Vishnu, right? In text 9, he says, work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be performed. Otherwise, work causes bondage in this material world. Therefore, Son of Kunti, perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction. And in that way, you will always remain free from bondage. So here, Krishna is actually, he uses the name Vishnu because he is the original Vishnu himself. Krishna is the original Vishnu. Actually uh, Lord Chaitanya at one time proved that every word that you say, any sound that you make means Krishna. Doesn't mean anything else. It just means Krishna. But we use it for communication purposes so that we can relate with one another and use different meanings for for for, for, for different words like that. So this is the central theme of chapter three that that we have to do what is called our prescribed duties. And what are our prescribed duties? Our prescribed duties are based on our nature. It is said that the spiritual master engages the disciple based on the disciple's nature, like that. And so each and every one of us, with our unique nature, how do we actually progress uh, to the point of Uh, full-on Krishna consciousness, pure Krishna consciousness, to become fully Krishna conscious. How do we progress? So in, in text 31, Krishna gives the answer. And the brilliance of Prabhupada writing the purports is that the purports are actually Prabhupada's transcendental ecstasies, right? We know that there is transcendental ecstasies. What does it mean that something is somebody's transcendental ecstasy? It means that that person has come to meet Krishna face-to-face and now has become a transcendental personality who is totally in ecstasy of having met Krishna and having actually reunited in the relationship with Krishna fully, which is really the purpose of life, to reunite fully with Krishna. So in text 31, Krishna says, those persons who execute their duties according to my injunctions and who follow this teaching faithfully, without envy, become free from the bondage of fruitive actions. Now, had it not been for Srila Prabhupada's purports, I think we would not have really understood what this verse actually says. You know, And it's true for a lot of verses uh, in our scriptures. It's because Prabhupada elucidated or unpacked the meaning of the verse that we're able to properly understand each of the verses. And that's why Prabhupada said at one time that my purports are more important than the verse. You may remember, Prabhupada went through so many difficulties in his life. One of the difficulties he went through was he wrote the whole Bhagavad Gita by hand. Okay? So he wrote the script of the Bhagavad Gita that he wanted published. By hand. And then it was stolen. Old script was stolen. He wrote it again the second time. Again, it was lost. Two times. You can't even imagine what that means, you know. The whole Bhagavad Gita, you write by hand and then it's gone. So Prabhupada became a little frustrated. So he said, actually what I will do, I think, is I will just use Ramakrishna's Bhagavad Gita the verses, and I'll just write the purports. (laughs) Because the purports are more important anyway. You know, just let me write the purports. But the devotees convinced him, no, please don't do that, Prabhupada. Please write the Bhagavad Gita yourself. You know? Translate each of those verses properly and write it. So he did that. And that's the Bhagavad Gita we have today. And this Bhagavad Gita is so powerful because of Prabhupada's transcendental ecstasies that this one singular Bhagavad Gita has made more devotees than all the other Bhagavad Gita's put together. I mean, that's amazing, right? This singular Bhagavad Gita has been distributed more than all the other Bhagavad Gita's put together. I mean, this just tells you how powerful it is. So in text 31, Śrīla Prabhupāda, in the purport, describes how a devotee who is very weak, a very, very weak devotee means, you know, there's no hope for this devotee. You're not going to make it in Krishna consciousness. It's not going to happen, you know. How that devotee will become the most advanced devotee. And he he lays that down in five steps in the purport. First step, he says, is that we should have, I sort of made it into an acronym called CRUSH, C-R-U-S-H, you know. So I can remember it myself. But the C stands for a correct and accurate focus. If we don't get the focus right in our lives, what we're aiming for in our life, what is it that is our ultimate goal in our life, then unfortunately, we're going to be repeating the process over and over again. I've often said, you know, in the past that this is Lord Chaitanya's 15,000 and first visit to our universe. Because Lord Chaitanya appears once in a day of Brahma. And this is Brahma's 18,000 and first day. He just celebrated his 50th year, you know. He lives for 36,000 days. He just celebrated his 50th birthday, and now we're into the next year, which is 18,001. But the first 3,000 years of Brahma's life, he was not able to create he was climbing down this huge stem, white stem, which is a lotus. A huge stem. He was just climbing down, climbing, spending years climbing down this lotus stem. How big that stem must have been, right? And he was confused because everything was white. Totally white. He thought to him, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to create the material world, but I'm not understanding anything. All I see is white around me. Everything is white. So he spent 3,000 3, kalpas like that. Now one copper is eight billion six hundred and forty million years. Multiply that by three thousand. He wasn't able to create a blade of grass. He wasn't able to create an amoeba. Right? Not a germ. So he was very frustrated. So he decided he was going to pray. He was going to pray. So he prayed to his spiritual master, and his spiritual master appeared. Her name was Saraswati. That's not his wife, by the way. His wife is actually, he named his wife after his spiritual master. But this is Saraswati, who is from the spiritual world. She is the consort of Lord Vishnu in the spiritual world. And she is his spiritual master, Lord Brahma's spiritual master. So she came and told him that he had to chant. She actually said, Tapa, Tapa, Tapa. But Tapa has many meanings. Austerity is one meaning of Tapa, but Tapa also means to chant. So you have to chant Krishna's names, and when you chant Krishna's names, Krishna will come, and then Krishna will tell you how you can do your work. So he did that, and Krishna appeared. So the first two people in the material world, well, three people, let's put it this way, were Brahma, Saraswati, and Krishna. One of them is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Brahma and Saraswati are saying Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So by that authority we know actually Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You know, there's no confusion about it. But for those who don't know the pastimes, don't know the scriptures, they become confused and then they start manufacturing Supreme personalities of Godhead, including abominable human beings who become Supreme personalities of Godhead, like Sai Baba. And I'm sorry I have to mention his name. But we have to state that. It has to be stated that he's not the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He's an ordinary living entity who likes to perform magic. And by the way, there are others who can challenge him in the magic that he performs, the miracles, so-called miracles that he performs. So... um, so in, when, when Krishna actually came and he told Brahma what to do, the very first statement he made to him was that everything you do must be done according to the Acharyas. You must follow the Acharyas. If you don't follow the Acharyas, all of your work is pointless. You'll be repeating. You'll be cycling. And as I said, Lord Chaitanya has come. This is his fifteen thousand and first and first visit. Doesn't mean that in the last 15,000 visits we weren't around. We were around. We might even have been devotees like this, sitting in a nice temple like this, and thinking, okay, I'm going to go back to Godhead this time. And we never did go back to Godhead. We came back, we repeated. Why did we repeat? This is the essential point of this purport in this chapter. We're repeating because we didn't make Krishna our focus. We made ourselves the focus, we made somebody else the focus, and then as a result, we have to repeat, because the only way you will go back to Godhead is if Maya Devi allows us to go back, and she's the superintendent of this jail, and she's a very powerful personality. She's so powerful, even her husband shivers in front of her. You know, Lord Shiva becomes frightened of her. When she gets angry, he just lays down on the ground. Like he's dead or something, you know. Let her do whatever she wants because she is really angry right now, and you know. So it's her nature, and she herself is actually a devotee of Gauranga Mahaprabhu, which is why in uh, in uh, Navadvipa, the nine islands of Navadvipa, one of the islands is named after her. The name island of Simanta Dwip. is actually. Named because one day she came in front of her husband, and she didn't have the red mark on her forehead. She had like a brown mark. And so he said, whose dust did you put on your head today? He said, of my Lord. But I'm your Lord. He said, no, you're not my Lord. (laughs) Who is your Lord? He said, it's the same one who's your Lord. He said, Anandasesha? Because Lord Shiva worships Anandasesha. He said, no. No, there's another one. No, I think. He couldn't think, so she named it. He said, it's Goranga." She had Gauranga's uh, feet of Goranga's dust, Lord Gauranga's, on her forehead, in her simanta. This is called the simanta. So the place was named Simanta Dweep as a result. And this is Maya Devi. Maya Devi is so beautifully described that no man would be able to stand, uh, you know, uh, uh, avoid being... Becoming lusty, seeing her, you know, that's why she came to uh, Haridas Thakur and tried to break his chanting. Right, one of the administrative leaders sent her to Haridas Thakur in the cave so that he would stop chanting, you know, to break his chanting. And so Haridas Thakur became very attracted. He, she's such a beautiful woman, but he was more attracted to the holy name. So he said, "When I finish my rounds." then we'll associate with one another. And as we know, he would chant 192 rounds a day. So he would chant, 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 chant. By the time he finished his 192 rounds, she would have fallen off to sleep. Now some of us fall off to sleep when we chant, right? It's sort of like a lulling atmosphere, and so he'd fall off to sleep. So she fell off to sleep. And when she would get up, he would already up and chanting again. So he'd say, we'll do it today, after the chanting. So this way, it kept on going for seven days, she kept hearing him chanting. So after the seventh day, she realized that really this chanting is more relishable than anything else. So she asked him to initiate her and make him her his disciple. So Maya Devi is actually a disciple of Haridas Thakur. And she's so powerful. She's not going to let anyone out of this world to go back to the spiritual world unless we are 100, percent you know, sold on this idea, totally convinced that the purpose of our life is to please Krishna. Everything we do should be to please Krishna. So this is the first thing. Make that your focus. Now, it's not easy that that becomes our focus immediately, but at least you can do it in your thoughts. Because the way things work in life is that there's thinking, then there's feeling, then there's willing, right? And then the action follows like that. So at least think like that. Keep telling yourself that Krishna is the most important. Everything I'm doing is for Krishna's pleasure. Wake up in the morning and pray to Krishna, Oh Krishna, Oh Guru, Oh Krishna, please know everything I'm going to do today is only for your pleasure and no other reason. Now of course you're not going to do everything for Krishna's pleasure that day. You know, we all make mistakes, we do so many things that are not right. We in fact sometimes even know the things we're doing is not for Krishna's pleasure. But it's okay. If we keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it, just like when the doctor, when we're sick, what does the doctor do? He gives some pills and he says to us, take two pills three times a day. Right? So similarly, if we keep saying three times a day or more, Krishna, I love you, I'm yours and your mind. please know that everything I'm doing in my life is only for your pleasure. If you keep saying it, saying it, saying it, you're going to feel it at some point. And then you're going to will it. And then when you will it, you will notice that you will start doing those things. And when you do will it, Another thing that happens amazingly is that miracles start happening. Miraculous things start happening around you. You just realize, wow, this could not have happened except if Krishna made it happen like that. So this is the first thing. Then the second thing uh, Shri Prabhupada says in the purport, by the way, he says Krishna dictated this to him. So this is actually Krishna speaking through Prabhupada in the purport. The second thing he says is that we should not become resentful. We should become unresentful Now what does it mean to be resentful? Resentful means, now that I've taken to the process of Krishna consciousness, obviously we have to do some things that are regulative principles, right? Like what are some of the regulative principles of Krishna consciousness? Attending mangalarti, right? Chanting your rounds, avoiding the four sinful activities, right? These are all regulative principles, honoring the devotee, not criticizing devotees. These are called regulative principles. So these are called the regulative principles of freedom. These are going to liberate us. When you do these things, these are going to liberate us. Now, obviously, a lot of these regulative principles are very difficult to follow. To come to Mangalarti every day is not an easy process. You know? To chant 16 rounds attentively every day is not easy. So many things are not easy in Krishna consciousness, you know? To, to eat without onion and garlic, to not take coffee or Coca-Cola or Pepsi-Cola, things like that. Right? Some people find it very difficult. So it's very difficult to do those things. So the second rule is, we have these rules, but don't feel resentful that you have to follow them. Try your best. Keep trying. As you try, you will become stronger and stronger and stronger, and then you'll be able to do it. Sooner or later, you'll be able to do it. But the most important thing is, do not feel bad about it. Don't feel, Man, I wish I had not had to wake up so early in the morning. I wish, I wish I didn't have to do 16 rounds. Why did I take initiation? I promised 16 rounds. and I have to do 16 rounds every day. This is called resentfulness. Do not be resentful. Be happy. Now, we're not happy that we cannot do. That is true. But be happy that we've been given the opportunity to do. And just the feeling in our heart, I would like to do this. I really want to do this. I know I'm not doing it. And I know there's something wrong. But I'm, I, I want to do this. I really, really want to do this. By the way, the mind is going to keep telling you, No, you're a loser. You'll never do it. You're a fake devotee. Everybody knows you're fake. I know you're fake, even if others don't know you're fake. That the mind will keep playing that game with us. Don't let the mind play that game. Because Krishna is more powerful than the mind. If you keep associating with Krishna, the mind will settle down. Bhaja mana shri nanda It will settle down. Just keep associating with Krishna. And the best way to associate with Krishna is to associate with the holy name and the devotees. The devotees are the servants of the Holy Name. So the Holy Name is Krishna himself. So this is the second part. I mean, we can do a whole seminar on this, you know. But this is the second part of the five things that Prabhupada says will turn us from the weakest devotee to the strongest devotee. And nobody here is the weakest devotee, by the way. I mean, I know some really weak devotees. None of them are here. You know, they don't come to our temple, actually. The reason they don't is because they've given up on the regular principles, now eating meat, they're now drinking liquor. They do not chant Hare Krishna, but they were initiated. They're second initiated. So that's really weak. (laughs) But even they can become the best devotee if they follow these five steps. So I encourage them. I tell them, don't worry, it's okay. You do whatever you have to do, but try to do these five things because that's going to make you a strong devotee. Then the third thing is sincerity. 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 Sincerity means that we have become Hare Krishnas because we wanted to become Hare Krishnas. Nobody forced us. Nobody put a gun to our head and say, become a Hare Krishna. You know? We chose to become Hare Krishnas. So be sincere in the practice. Understand, I wanted to do this, and therefore I am doing this. It's nobody influenced me. Yes, I heard many classes, and I was influenced by those classes. I met many devotees, and I was influenced by them. But that was more encouragement. The real influence is your own mind. It's your own intelligence. These are the ones who are really influencing you. These are the bosses in our life. These are the uh, what I call the the monsters who are you know ruling our lives right now. Our senses. The mind, the intelligence, the false ego. These guys are real monsters, you know. And the the four of them have gotten together. So that's even harder now to deal with them. You see? But the fact is, we sincerely chose to chant Hare Krishna to actually become devotees. So understand, it was my choice. And it is my choice. And it will always remain my choice to become a devotee. Oftentimes in a class I would say, how many of you would give up your Krishna consciousness for $10 billion. Someone said to you, I'll give you $10 billion, give up your Krishna consciousness. How many of you would give it up? And hardly anybody puts their hand up. Of course, most people are not very honest. If they actually did get $10 billion, you'd be surprised how many might say, well, I think I'll just give it up for a little while. You know, $10 billion is pretty good money, right? That's a lot of money, you know? But actually, none of the devotees want to give up. No matter how many, and yet, devotees are also struggling to make money, right? Many devotees are struggling to make money. And yet, they won't give up Krishna consciousness for any amount of money. Like Jesus said, you know, in Mind Sinai, that whoa, what profits a person to have the whole creation and selling one's own soul, giving up one's own soul, right? So we're not going to sell our souls. We're sold out to Krishna. And we are sincerely sold out to Krishna. This sincerity is very important. Understand, I made the choice. Therefore, I want to be Krishna conscious. Therefore, I will do what I want to do. You know, that type of thing. So this is the third part. Then the fourth part, Prasala Prabhupada says, is that we should become relentless. Now what does relentless mean? Relentless means that under no circumstance we'll give up. No matter how bad it gets, we're not going to give up. Now, in this regard, the number of things, uh, we will see many people who become very successful in this world became successful after many attempts. One good example was President Nixon. He became the President of the United States of America after 32 attempts in political life. I mean, that's determination. No wonder when the time came for him to give up the position, he wouldn't give it up either. He worked very hard for that position, you know. There was no reason he was going to give up that position like that. And so we can see that um, uh, this idea of relentlessness, n- never giving up under any circumstance, also in, amongst the Chinese, in Chinese culture, Chinese culture is a very powerful culture, you know. Uh, it's very close to Vedic culture. At the same time, it's very far away from Vedic culture. But in their culture, in Chinese culture, it is said that when things get really bad, really, really bad, so bad that you think, I better give this up. It's not going to work. It's hopeless. Just when you decide it's hopeless, you are going to get your result. And you became, because you gave it up, you didn't get the result. You know? So there's a story that I can tell you about this, which is actually uh, illustrates this point. You remember in 2008... There was a stock market crash. You know, the stock market crashed a little, not much, but they did. Anyway, people lost their uh, a lot of the the value of their assets, their business. So there was this one multi-billionaire in Germany, and he had about thirteen billion dollars in his business. His business was worth thirteen billion dollars. So when the two thousand eight crash happened, it became three billion dollars. So he lost $10 billion. So he decided that he was going to do whatever it took to bring it up to $13 billion again. <laughs> so to do that, he hatched a very good scheme about how he could make money. But for that, he needed some bank to lend him some money so that he could make that money. right? So he applied to the banks for money, and each, of, and, each and every one of them turned him down. They kept turning him down, turning him, and he kept applying, kept turning him down, kept applying, kept turning him down. So he decided this is hopeless. No bank's gonna give me money, and I'm I feel poor now, because I only have three billion dollars. You know, so I feel poor. So he said he decided he was gonna kill himself. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna commit suicide. So at nine o'clock in the morning, he went to a train station. And there was a bullet train going past the station. He jumped in front of the bullet train. So the bullet train hit him so hard that he broke into small pieces, you know? Like he was really blown to smithereens, and he died. At 9.15 in the morning, the postman came to his house and delivered a letter in his mailbox. And the letter said that he had been approved by a bank for the money that he wanted. If he had waited 15 minutes, (laughs) he would have been the happiest person in the world because he would have had the money that he was going to use to make the money. (laughs) But this illustrates this Chinese concept that he gave up. And just when he gave up, the result was about to come, and he gave up at that time. If any of you know Zappos, have you ever heard of Zappos? It's a very famous shoe company in America, multi-billion dollar shoe company. Their owner had the same story. The owner became an owner because the previous owner gave the business away because he had a $5,000 loan that he couldn't pay. So he sold the business for about $50,000. What business was worth? Billions of dollars. After he sold it, the new owner started marketing the products properly and the company turned into a billion-dollar company. Now, I'm giving you material examples to illustrate because we are materialists. Honestly speaking, we have to accept we're not really devotees. I mean, I may think I'm a devotee, but that's just my false ego. You know, the fact is to become devotee is not easy. It's not a simple thing. We can try to become servants of devotees, but to be devotee ourselves is very hard, right? So these material examples strike home better as to why... We must never give up on the holy name of Krishna. Keep chanting, keep chanting, keep the process moving. It is going to work. Prabhupada actually says it takes 30 to 40 years. That's what Prabhupada said, 30 to 40 years. And for those who have been consistently chanting for 30 to 40 years, every one of them can attest to the fact that their chanting has become better in that time. I know a spiritual master, a very senior spiritual master, who at one of our retreats said, said to us that he became serious in his chanting of Hare Krishna thirty years after he took initiation from Śrīla Prabhupada. It took him thirty years to become serious in his chanting. And he was a spiritual master. He was giving initiation to others. Still does. He is an honest spiritual master. The fact is, it takes time. Why it takes time is because our billions and billions and trillions of previous lives, we had no interest in any of these things. So how are we going to become suddenly very interested? Plus, Krishna is not going to just, you know, uh, let us rebuild a relationship with him after we've jilted him, right? He feels like a jilted lover. We left him and came to this world, and we thought somebody was more important, just like a man you know, has a, has, a, has, a, has a wife and then leaves her for some other woman. Obviously, she's going to feel very, very insulted. The wife is going to feel very insulted. And then if she comes back again to her, she's not going to accept him just like that. She's going to say, well, last time what you did to me, I'm not going to let you do that to me again. So this time you better prove it that you really love me. And that's what Krishna is with us. So this chanting, if we don't ever give up, never give up, under any circumstance, is the fourth principle. And the fifth principle is actually the easiest of the five principles. The fifth principle is that Krishna guarantees success. It is Krishna's guarantee. He promises, my devotee will never fail. My devotee will succeed. So knowing that that we are going to succeed. It's just a matter of time. And why it's going to take more time is because we like the sideshows, you know, all the sideshows that are happening. We're so interested in the sideshows that we get caught up in the sideshows and we don't keep to the main, main track of chanting Hare Krishna with, you know, attention. We become inattentive. We start feeling that something else is more important. So... We should know that Krishna guarantees that we will succeed, and that should totally encourage us. We should feel totally encouraged. And by the way, the holy name itself has all the elements of success. It is said that there are only five things in this world you need to do to become successful. First, you should have a mentor. If you want to succeed in anything, you should find somebody who succeeded in it so they can show you how to do it easily instead of reinventing the wheel. Second, you should have energy. Third, you should have attraction. Fourth, you should be happy. It should give you pleasure doing what you're doing. And fifth, you should complete what you're doing. These five principles are considered the highest principles of success in this world. Now look at the holy name. Who gives the holy name to us? Spiritual Master. Spiritual Master means either Vartaman Padashri Guru, means the one, the devotee who first showed us how to chant Hare Krishna, or it could mean the initiating spiritual master, or it could mean the siksha guru, right? So these three are all gurus, by the way. They're equal. There's no less and more important amongst these three. One of them may be more prominent in our life, but every one of them is equally important. So, so there's your mentor. You see what I mean? And what does the word hare oh, mean? Or energy of the Lord, right? This is the source of all energy. So when we are chanting Hare Krishna, we're going to be energized. It's going to energize us. And then what does Krishna mean? All attractive. There's your attraction. (laughs) The source of all attraction is Krishna himself. If you take Krishna's name, you will become attractive. I remember when I first joined Hare Krishna and I went to New Zealand, and the devotees there, there was a newspaper article, they said, all devotees look very beautiful. That's what the article said. They all look bright-faced, happy hares, they call them, you know? Bright-faced and beautiful. Every person. Even a person who's not a very beautiful person, after they become Hare Krishna, they become beautiful. This is attraction, right? A devotee is an attractive person. Naturally, a devotee will attract people. Because the source of all attraction is their life. Krishna himself. And what does Rama mean? Yeah, the source of all pleasure. The reservoir of all pleasure, Prabhupada says, means Rama. The supreme enjoyer is the word Rama. Rama means pleasure. So obviously, we're going to become happy people. That's why we don't give up Krishna consciousness. Yeah, we may be struggling in our Krishna consciousness, we don't give it up because it's the best thing we're doing. The alternative is worse. <laughs> I can guarantee you, a lot of us would have left this movement long ago. This movement every day gives you good reason to leave. Okay? Something or other is up. You know? But we don't leave. Why don't we leave? We don't have a choice. It's the gopis say the same thing, right? They complain to Krishna. You know, what can we do, Krishna? We love you so much. We want to do something else, but there's nothing better. You're the best. So we get forced, you know, being with you. Like that. So, uh, so that's pleasure, right? And then what are we saying when we're chanting Hare Krishna? We're saying, uh, kindly engage me in your service. Kindly engage me in your service. And what is service? Service is our es- essential nature. That's how the essence of a human being is service. Just like the essence of sugar is to be sweet. Similarly, the essence of a living entity is to serve. So we are asking Krishna, begging Krishna, please allow us to serve you because he's the best person to serve. And his service is the highest service. It is the service that gives us complete satisfaction. So, uh, so completion happens as a result. So we can see, right? By chanting Hare Krishna, all five things that are said to be the topmost reasons for success are all achieved in the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. How wonderful is that, right? More and more, the people who are writing books about inspiration and this, that and the other, they're all, they're all reading Prabhupada's books because that's where the best information is contained. And more and more books are coming out where are called the New York bestseller. If you read those books, you will see invariably some things in there that actually came from Srila Prabhupada's writings. All the book distribution that we have done is actually creating massive effect on this world. In fact, I feel personally very confident within 50 years, the whole world will become Krishna conscious. They won't have a choice. There's nothing to compare. This is the best. Now, devotees are not doing the best right now, right? We're like, if I can just chant my rounds, it's good enough. Don't worry about attracting other people, you know? Which other religious movements are very good at, right? They don't have any substance in their philosophy, but they're very good at attracting other people, you know? We're very good at substance, very bad at attracting other people, you know? So, but the devotees are going to change, Devotees are going to see, no, we must do this. The most important part of being a devotee is to preach. There is nothing more important than that. Why? Because the teacher is the best student. The preacher is the best follower. Because when you preach, you in your own words, you're telling people to please chant Hare Krishna. And obviously you're going to chant Hare Krishna too, right? You're telling people, buy, my, buy these books and read these books. Well, obviously you're going to read the books too, right? Because you're going to think to yourself, that's hypocrisy. I'm distributing books, but I'm not reading them myself. That's hypocrisy. Please read the books you're distributing. How are you going to convince anybody to get a book when you don't even know what's inside that book? How many people go and look for random books and say, please buy this book? Nobody does that. It's because we're convinced there's some information in this book. So we must read it and become convinced ourselves. Prabhupada said, the three most important words in our life is, are you convinced? Are you convinced? How are you going to be convinced if you're not reading? If you're not chanting? So, this is our process, and the Holy Name, I I chose this verse because in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the five aspects of Lord Gauranga, it is described, Gauranga Mahaprabhu describes, that before you chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, you should chant this mantra. And I I noticed some of the very senior Maharajas, when they're chanting, before they start any round, they first chant this verse, and then they start start their rounds, like that, that round. So if they're doing 16 rounds, they chant this 16 times like that. And most of them do many more than 16 rounds. So this is a very, very important verse, and today is the first day of the new year. It's the first day of the new decade, actually, today. So, you know, for us, it's very important that we take this mantra to heart and actually understand its meaning and become fully convinced that we should always chant Hare Krishna attentively. Hare Krishna. I'm going to stop here and ask if you want to ask any question or say anything. Somebody, somebody has a mic. Yes, Prabhu. Oh, crush. Yeah. So the so the crush. The C stands for correct and accurate focus. The R stands for relentless. U stands for unresentful. S for sincerity and H for hope. Be be hopeful because Krishna's promise is you're going to be successful. So you're hopeful, right? You know, Krishna has promised it, so it's in His hands. He even says that, right? Do your duty. Leave the result to me. It's not because he wants the results. He's already got the results. He wants to give us bigger results than we can create ourselves. That's why I said leave the results to me. It's just like a parent, right? The child may do so much, but the child can't earn any money. The parent can earn a lot more money and give the child money. You see? So the... Parent tells the child, you just do what you have to do, I'll take care of everything, don't worry about it. Your education, this, that, and the other, which costs thousands, thousands of dollars, child never going to be able to pay for it, right? How can a six-year-old pay for thousands, thousands of dollars education? That's the crush. C-R-U-S-H. And you know, we say sometimes, when I, when I was younger, and you fell in love with somebody, you say, I have a crush on that person. <laughs> so we have a crush on Hari Hare Krishna. <laughs> the Mahama we have a crush on Hare Krishna Muhammad. actually it is a love affair we should maybe we should always think of the holy name as a love affair wow. each, each and every one of us love affair with the holy name you know like that then it becomes very interesting it becomes very very relishable because love is what's central to the heart what's essential to the heart is love so if we treat with love the holy name, deal with the holy name with love, relate with, the uh, whole name is love, it becomes very relishable, very relishable. You won't want to give up chanting Hare Krishna then. Any other points? All right, so let's go and have some prasadam. Vanchakapa, Thiruvashya, Kripa, Sandhu, Behevachya, Patitanam, Bhavan, Ebhyo, Vaishnava, Namo, Namaha, Anantikoti, Vaishnava, Vrindaki, Jai, Srila, <laughs> Prabhupada, Jai.